This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Weasler Engineering. Whether you need low power for occasional use or high power for the toughest jobs, Weasler's PTO drive shafts have you covered. To learn more or to find the right PTO for you, visit www.weasler.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. As demand for ag equipment continues to hold strong, dealers report continued inventory shortages coupled with price increases from their manufacturers. In the latest dealer sentiments report, a net 82% of dealers reported their new income inventory was too low. This is the highest net percentage of dealers reporting depleted new equipment inventories since the start of the survey in 2011. The latest survey also showed price contribution was up 3.1% in August versus up 2.7% in July. Commentary suggests the increase in price is the result of freight and material surcharges. Dealers have reported steel surcharges as low as 4% and as high as 22%. Longtime dealers say they've never seen anything like this. Leo Johnson, dealer principal of Johnson Tractor says, I've seen price increases, steel surcharges, fuel surcharges, and a host of other pricing gouges in my 40 plus years of doing this, but never to the level we've seen in the last 12 months. My only experience with this hyperinflation was visiting Brazil 25 years ago when the restaurants had to go to chalkboards instead of printed menus because they had to raise the price every day. This week's dealers on the move are Marshall Machinery and Pattison Agriculture. Kubota dealer Marshall Machinery has acquired Goodrich Implement in Johnson City, New York. Marshall Machinery now has five locations. Canadian John Deere dealer Pattison Agriculture announced plans for a new facility in Humboldt, Saskatchewan. The project will span over 30 acres with 51,000 square feet in the main building, plus an additional 16,000 square feet of storage. The Humboldt location is expected to transition to the new building as early as December 2022. Now here's Michaela Pockner with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. A new bill introduced in the U.S. Senate would provide financing to farmers and ranchers to purchase precision agriculture equipment. Senator Deb Fisher, a Nebraska Republican, and Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Minnesota Democrat, announced the Precision Agriculture Loan Act on September 15th. It's the first federal loan program dedicated entirely to precision agriculture. The act would create a program within the U.S. Department of Agriculture to provide loans at interest rates lower than 2%, with loan terms from 3 to 12 years in length. Under the proposal, farmers could take multiple loans up to an aggregate limit of $500,000 to use on any precision technology that improves efficiency or reduces inputs. In her Senate floor speech on September 20th, Fisher said precision equipment has the ability to transform how producers manage farms, especially those running small family farms who may not be able to afford precision equipment currently. My bill would help the math start to make sense for our producers who would like to adopt these technologies, but they haven't been able to afford them. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers released a statement supporting the act saying it gives farmers a new set of tools to help achieve climate goals while continuing to feed and fuel the world. 
Scott Huber, one of the owners of the 10-store dealership Huber Inc. in Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia, also sees the act as good for dealerships' business. Well, I would say we have, a, you know, most dealerships today have a significant precision ag, uh, either department or individuals that are involved with precision ag. So, you know, obviously that can add uh, additional customers to our, to our customer base and or the customers that are there help them to invest even more. So in either case, you know, it, 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 it could be a revenue generating, help to generate revenue in the dealerships. Under the proposal, farmers would be able to take loans to purchase new precision equipment or retrofit older equipment with new technology. Hoover predicts dealerships would see customers requesting a combination of both with the financing. Typically what we see is, is for those that aren't as heavily involved, it's usually retrofitting, you know, to get them started. And once they start seeing the benefits uh, on, on stuff that they've retrofitted, then they'll, they'll trade up and go to maybe a, a complete system that's already installed on a, on a unit or, or, or a new unit completely. So at the same time, it depends on the individual's, uh, you know, desires and, and in their ability to, uh, to purchase new equipment, obviously. The bill has been referred to the Senate Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry. It must pass the Senate and House before heading to the President's desk to be signed into law. As of September 28th, no future action has been scheduled. That's it from today's Technology Corner. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Michaela. Factory expansion projects will nearly double horse production capacity over the next few years as the German manufacturer of cultivators, seed drills, planters, and crop sprayers looks forward to continued growth. In Germany, a $20 million project already underway will provide increased office accommodation and an additional assembly hall at the company's Roenberg facility for large cultivators and seed drill production by the middle of next year. A new painting facility for the Schwandorf headquarter plant is likely to be completed by the end of 2022 and plans are being developed to increase assembly and painting capacities at Landau to cater for growing sales of horse crop sprayers, which now include tractor-mounted as well as trailed and self-repelled models. The manufacturer also has plans for a new factory in Brazil. Expanded production capacities in Russia are also planned. Director Philip Horsch said in total, they will almost double production capacities with these worldwide investment projects within the next two to three years. Now here's Ben Thorpe with a data and trends update. Thanks, Kim. According to results from the 2022 Dealer Business Outlook and Trends report, dealers' forecasts for new equipment revenue were much higher than the last two years. Some 53% of dealers expect new equipment revenue to be up at least 2% year-over-year in 2022, surpassing the 42% who forecast the same in last year's report. This year, 14% of dealers forecast new equipment revenue to increase 8% or more, above the 9% who thought the same last year. Additionally, the percentage estimating new equipment revenue up 2-7% rose from 34% last year to 39% this year. The percentage of dealers forecasting at least a 2% decrease in new equipment revenue also rose from 12% to 21%, and a little over 5% of dealers forecast new equipment revenue down 8% or more in 2022. Just 1% of survey dealers expected no price increase from their OEMs in 2022, showcasing the severity of price increases as supply chains struggle to meet increasing demand. Some 14% of survey dealers are forecasting a price increase of 10% or more from their OEMs next year, while almost 30% are expecting an increase of 7-9%. to 
In total, 87% of survey dealers forecast a new equipment price increase of 4% or more in 2022. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. The Business Climate Index for the agricultural machinery industry in Europe seems to have reached its peak in May and June of this year. In September, the index decreased slightly for the third month in a row to 63 points and was the result of some companies evaluating their current business less favorably. Uncertainty continues as to what extent orders can be realized against the backdrop of extreme price increases and shortages on the supplier side. Meanwhile, 40% of the companies expect a production stop due to a lack of certain parts in the coming month. On the other hand, demand from end customers in Europe seems to remain robust. The industry still sees a high need for investment for almost all of Europe, especially among farmers within Central to Eastern Europe. Accordingly, every European market shows a majority of survey participants expecting turnover increases in the next six months. Against this background, European industry representatives remain confident on closing the year with strong results. With regard to the full year 2021, on average, survey participants expect their companies to increase sales of about 13%. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. 